everyone, Kareem Ray here, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Alexi Swahi, a professional soccer player at Union Omaha. Alexi, how is it going? Good, good. It's um, my pleasure to be here speaking with you. Absolutely. So one of my favorite questions to ask is, could you just take us back in time and share how you got involved in the beautiful game? Oh, that's probably about over 20 years ago. Um, Probably the similar stories as most of the players uh, got involved with with football from the playing in the streets with my friends and just falling in love with the game. And a couple of my friends were playing from the they were playing for the hometown club and they invited me to join them with the playing with the club. And from there, the story goes on, you know. For sure. What country are you from? I'm from France. Yeah. Okay. I can hear the the uh, the France accent a little bit. Yeah. France is a beautiful place. Um, fo- football um, is the number one sport in France. So coming from uh, France to the U.S., how did that happen, and how was the transition for you? Yeah. So I was uh, I was in an academy uh, in France uh, until the age of, the age of nineteen. Um, uh, it's an academy called Le Havre. They are currently playing in the first division and um, had great years there, great memories, uh, amazing level of football. Um, and I was coming in my last year of a contract and some agency reached out to, to, the, to the club and mentioned that players can pursue their education and as well keep playing soccer. Um, so uh I just reached out to them and I was like, I asked them to hear more about it. And I really love the the idea about doing both and continuing my education while playing because this is not an option back home. By the age of 19, 19, you have to make a decision. You can't, there's no programs such as NCAA or anything like it in France that where you can combine both. So so I really wanted to continue my education, not stop with a high school degree. And I kept in touch with that agency and through combines where coaches from the US came uh, to watch and as well from video footage with from Academy Games. Uh, I got several offers and I ended up going to, uh, to Brown Green State University in, uh, in NCAA D1. Nice. Moving from France to the U.S. is not an easy transition. What advice would you give to players that are in France or in other countries around the world that want to go to the U.S.? To the U.S., what advice would you give to them? Um, well, I would say be strong mentally because the transition is very brutal. Uh, there is a huge culture shock when you arrive, but at the same time, you have to embrace it because once you embrace it, this is probably the best decision of my life I made to come to come to the US and the the moment you get to embrace the culture, embrace the language and uh and learn more and be open minded about it, um this your your daily lifestyle will 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 follow and you will be happy of the field and obviously on the field as well. So I would just say embrace the the change. Absolutely. And did you already know, were you learning English in, in, in France before you came to Yeah, Europe? yeah. Um, yeah, language is the second. Uh, English is the second language back home, but my level was very poor. I had to to basically start from zero because the 
you know, in French schools, the teacher is French, so she teaches English in, with the French accent. Um, so coming to America with the American accent, it was a whole different, it felt like a whole different language for sure. Got it. What were you studying in um, university? Uh, I did international business. International business. And then you were there. How many years were you there before you transferred? Uh, my four years. So actually my first year, uh, I had to go to a D2 school called uh, Notre Dame College. Uh, I had to finish up uh, some high school uh, degree, uh, some high school classes uh, I didn't get to do in France. So I did one year in Notre Dame College and then came back to Bowling Green for sophomore, junior and senior year. So then after your four years, you went straight to pro or? Yes, I did. Um, after the fourth season of my senior year, um, Lou Vosile reached out to my coaches and and uh, through phone calls with them um, and kind of like in, they had this interesting interview process that they really focusing on recruiting good people. And so after a couple of phone calls and and they offered me a contract. So that's where my pro career started at Louisville City. That's a very important piece um, that, I, you know, I'd like to create more awareness for players knowing that it's not about, oh, it's about being a good player as well, but also a good person that you mentioned. Um, so from there, you started your career off in Louisville. Uh, what's the club name again? Louisville FC? Or? Louisville City FC. City FC. You started your career from there, so that's a USL Championship team. Have you always been playing in USL Championship? Uh, yeah, this is my first year in a non-USL Championship team because UNIMA is playing in League One. But yeah, I was uh, I was with Louisville City FC for four seasons, and then last season I was with New Mexico United. Nice, um, great clubs. Um, if you can say what what club has been your favorite to play at so far out of those three clubs that you've mentioned, Union, Omaha, New Mexico, United. Uh, it's a hard choice because I would probably have to go with Louisville City because I spent four years there. You know, four years is in your life is is a long time. So when you spend that much time in a city, in a club, you get to build strong connections. Uh, but I had an amazing experience at New Mexico United with a great group of players and organization that care about their players and care about the community around. So I, to be honest, uh, it's been, the clubs I've been around have been great so far. Nice. What position do you play and what specific skills and attributes do you believe are essential for success in that role? Uh, so I, I'm a center back, uh, I play defense. So, so if you watch me, uh, you will see me as, as a leader in the back line. Um, always talking, always leading team, um, trying to read the, um, uh, trying to read the game, uh, anticipate, um, being strong in duels, uh, that, that would probably, that's probably what um, my strengths are. Uh, I can also play out of the, out of the back, uh, in every teams I've played, I've been around that, that was the motto of, the team to start from the back, build up from the back, um, catalyst of playing possession based. Um, so, um, I mean, in today's football, uh, you kind of have to be an all around player, you know, you can't just 
base your career off of one strength or the other. Um, I think it's very important that you need, you need to be good at everything. Uh, obviously, maybe two, three points where that's where you get your your strength. Uh, but with today's sports, there is more and more players around and weaknesses are harder to see now. So, so if you can get at least good enough for in every aspect of the game, that, that would be a solid foundation for sure. Absolutely. Great points. How do you handle the pressure and expectations that come from being a professional soccer player, both from fans and yourself? Uh, I always I always see it as positive pressure because at the end of the game, at the end of the day, it's just a game. Um, so you know there is people in life that has that have real pressure. You know, how do I feed my kids? How do I survive? How you know people go go through different battles in daily life. So so I see I see soccer more as a game and and. The way I handle pressure, I just keep it positive pressure that that is a pressure that I, that I need to perform at the highest level, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Positive pressure, that's the first time I've heard of that. So that's a good mental attitude to have. Mm -hmm. I remember always hearing in France, it's like they, they used to always say when I when I played down there for um, when I was trying out, they always used to say attitudes, attitudes, attitudes. Mm -hmm. That's a really great attitude right there. Yeah, for sure. Could you share some insights into the challenges and sacrifices you've had to make uh, to reach the current level you are in professional soccer? Yeah, at the current level, um, well, the first biggest, the first biggest obst obstacle would be playing across a continent from my family, for my family and friends. You know, it's not easy um, to be here for most of the year and you know you have your family uh, with the time difference and everything you know how to how to reach out on a daily basis and not missing big events like family holidays weddings uh birthdays you know uh, so this is the biggest challenge uh to accept the sacrifice of taking these steps just for the love of the game you know I would say that's the biggest obstacle. And then the daily challenge is competition. You know, you're, you're on a team, competitive team, and, you know, you're fighting for a spot. You're fighting for for milestones like winning titles, um, start, starting a game. You know, there's many, many goals in a, in a player's career. So whichever your goal is, you know, you got, it's, it comes with a challenge, you know. And there's ups and downs in careers that sometimes set you back and you need to be strong enough to bounce back from it. For sure. What advice would you offer to young aspiring soccer players who look up to you and hope to follow in your footsteps? Uh, I would say first, most uh, just enjoy the game. Uh, don't lose the love of the game because the moment you lose it, you're, you're going to lose yourself on the field. Um, I remember there was one point in my career, um, I was in my senior year of college and I was so focused on making it pro the year after I was so focused on the draft and, you know, all those things that come with it, that I, I was kind of losing myself on the field and 
my coach came to me after a session, a training session, and said, what's up, man? Like, what's going on? Is everything okay at home? Uh, I'm like, yeah, everything is great. Uh, I was kind of confused, you know, because everything was going good off the field. And then he came back to me the day after. Is If everything is good on the field, is, off the field is because something is going on on the field. Like, is your head okay? And I was like, well, um, you know, contracts are going to be up for grabs in a few months. Uh, and, you know, this is kind of stressing me. And he got he gave me the best advice to just love the game and focus on what I do best, which is helping the team reach, reach like, wins and, you know, all that stuff. So I would say just don't don't lose yourself in too much in, in the end goal and focus on more the present. And at the same time, stay disciplined. Those are great points. Um, what has been, what changed for you, you know, going from university to professional soccer player? Um, you're now getting paid for what you love to do. So, and this is a little bit while back for you now, a few years. But in that time when it was still new, what changed for you? Because now you're getting paid for what you love to do. And there comes some strings attached to that you gotta perform you got winning is important it's not just for fun anymore it's you know there's money involved there's you know titles involved so um what changed for you uh a lot of things uh first thing is you go from being a student athlete to being an adult so it comes with responsibilities uh, you know as a student athlete you get your meal plan uh you, everything is given to you, you know, you're privileged. The school does everything for you. There's people to help you on a daily and all that. Once you turn pro, you're, you know, you're kind of on your own and you have to, you know, things as simple as learning how to cook, learn how to rest your body, learn how to, to just take care of bills and a lot of stuff like this. So you just need to learn how to be an adult you know and as it might sound crazy but it's it's actually enjoyable to to become an adult back then you know uh, not having always someone watching you and making sure making sure you do things right you know you get to experience and learn from mistakes and just grow up you know yeah for sure that's the beauty of life at the same time Definitely. The last question I'll ask you before I have some fun questions as well. Um, in your experience, how has soccer contributed to building culture, connections, and friendship between players from diverse backgrounds? It's been it's been tremendous. Um, I mean, you know, you we've said uh, I come from France. You know, whole different culture, whole different language. Uh, I get I get to university and and I get to meet thousands of people on a daily, you know, and I get to meet new teammates. Um, but yeah, the sport has been giving me so many opportunities, so many connections. And and this is, I, I rate those connections because one day or another, they will be needed. And for me or for the people I met, you know, I often get messages from people back then, hey, uh, do you have this person's number, uh, do you know who I need to reach out to? You know, there's always 
you know, I see those relationships as positive because I love helping people and there's also people around me that love helping me. So if we can help each other in, in some ways, that's, that's very, that's very important, you know? Absolutely. I got some fun questions. They're speed questions, though. So you got to have fast. Okay. I will try my best. Okay. Well, what is your favorite food? Uh, it's a French dish called raclette. It's a cheese, cheese-based. Um, if you look it up, um, it's basically we, we, uh, we, we melt the cheese in a, in sort of a machine and we put it on top of potatoes and it comes with a charcuterie and all that. It's amazing. You need to try it. It's very similar to fondue, but the cheese is much better. Yeah. I'll check it out. Um, what's your favorite movie? Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street. Um, what's your favorite activity besides soccer? Uh, golf. What's your favorite music artist? Or I should say, who is your favorite music artist? That's a better way to ask. Uh, boy. Bonne boy, yeah. Messi or Ronaldo? Um, well, actually, th- those are all the questions I had. Was there anything that I missed or that you'd like to add in? No, um, nothing. It, it was great speaking with you and it was great sharing my experience. And I hope it will help somebody, you know. For sure. Well, before we go, I'd like to take the time to thank you for taking the time for joining me on the One Soccer Nation podcast today. Thank you.